What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engage Heaven today. I'm Pastor James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day on this incredible Monday morning. We're going to jump in and call this one Pharisee Faith. Let's go. Matthew chapter 5, verse 20 says, I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 20. It must have sounded like a tall order when Jesus said that our righteousness must exceed that of the Pharisees. But what was he actually saying? What was the righteousness of the Pharisees? What was Pharisee faith? It was to live only by the letter of the law and no more. There was no relationship with God, nothing extra offered out of love. They just did enough to get by. Jesus was telling us that if we really want the fullness of God in this life, we need to go beyond just what it's required. If you're a Christian, just so you don't go to hell, then you're not really in this. Christianity is not hell insurance. Christianity means we have a relationship with Christ. Do you believe it was Christ's intention to die on the cross for you, give you the Holy Spirit, and make you a co-heir with him just for you to keep living any way you want? No, you cannot expect to pray a prayer that you'll keep yourself out of hell and then keep living as if you were bound for hell. No, he gave you everything because that's what he respects in return. Are we touching people's lives, feeding the poor, and, and loving our neighbors? Or are we just relieved that we're not going to hell? That's it. We've been talking about it the last few episodes. It's not about just doing enough to get by. You know where I see this is in people's giving. It's amazing to me. Like the people that are arguing about if, you know, whether they should tithe, you know, or if tithings of the New Testament don't understand giving, you know, the truth is, how could I ever stand up and say to somebody, tithing is no more, it's 100% of your income. How could I even say that? Nobody would, all you would hear is I don't have to give money. You're crazy. It's 100%. Who worries about 10%? This is the time of year where we give out our giving letters and, you know, throughout the whole year, we're not, I'm not really just looking at what people are giving. Obviously the, the overall numbers I get every dime, but of, you know, the information, but this is the time of year I'm signing giving letters. And it's interesting to me because for a lot of people, this is an exciting time of year. I'm, I'm fired up. We gave more than last year. Nobody in the whole ministry gives more than me and my wife. I'm excited about that. But other people, they got, it's just, it's a rough time. Because they see that this is an area that they've never trusted God in. There can't be a Christianity that's developed where there's not miracle signs and wonders. There cannot be a Christianity that's the developed where we don't understand the provision of our maker and how he wants to pour out in our lives for the kingdom. I'm not talking about this uh, a hyper message of, of a prosperity where you think this is the standard to live. That's limitation. The minute you think that external things are what prosperity is, you've missed the boat. I can show you drug dealers that have just as much money as your favorite preacher. That's not the sign of prosperity to me. Yes, you will be blessed with things, of course, but it's a spiritual blessing. It is a connection in your heart with alignment with God, and that's what matters. But somehow we've built a Christianity that is so broken from true fellowship that we've reduced it to either a church attendance or some sort of like, well, I pray when I'm in the shower. It's 100%. It's not a half gospel. God wants you 
on fire for him, giving radically in a sacrifice, loving your neighbor, not living offended, not getting bitter. Not, I mean, this is a round picture, man. It's a bigger picture of what's possible when we believe. And this is God's desire for us. It's not his desire that we just barely get by, just do enough. Like church attendance isn't like the highest standard of like relationship with God. Church attendance should be like the beginning because there's so much more for you to understand. God is so much bigger than you could ever imagine. I remember shortly after getting saved, um, man, I just wanted so much more. I was frustrated with what I saw in New England at the time. And it was just, it was heartbreaking. I, mean, I wanted an encounter with God. I wanted to see the presence of God change lives. And I felt like that wasn't happening. And I remember going to the beach frustrated really screaming at the top of my lungs like god i gave up everything in this world for this like i need more than this and i'll never forget a broken dixie cup washed up on the on the rocks i was sitting on at the beach and i could hear katherine coleman's voice in my head say why would you settle for a cup full when the whole ocean is yours and i realized at that moment i'm not settling for a cup full and i don't know how to break it to you man most churches only have a cup full most of these books you're reading it's a cup full these people aren't serious they're not they're just trying to get stuff out they're not really hearing from god stop settling for a cup full break into a life in god where it's not surface there is so much more for you to understand and i'm fully comfortable knowing that i don't know how about that I don't think that I've arrived anywhere. I'm okay being in kindergarten. Do you understand me? Or kindergarten, like my, my wife says. I'm okay being in kindergarten. I'm fine. I don't want to think that I've attained anything. Paul, at the end of his life, and did far more than you, said not that I've attained anything. Come on, man. I press towards the high mark. So today, this week, I want you to see a Christianity where there's no limitations, no limits, no boundaries. We receive love, we give love, right? We give radically of what we have. Everything we have is not ours, right? There are seasons of your life. The thing that means the most to you in possession needs to go. You need to give it away. You need to sell it. You know, we, um, I remember uh, we just had a building program and I felt led to sell my Rolex and give the money to the property. Like this is how heaven works, man. God will touch your treasure to reveal your heart. That's it for today. Man, what a great message. We love you guys. As always, thank you for rocking with Engage Heaven today. We'll see you tomorrow. We're talking about having patience. We need that message. Let's go.